Alright, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another edition of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. I am your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. That's fine. I can't, I can't even get through my entire intro there. I say the one and only. Not even close. There's like a bunch of other Sean O'Rourke's out there, and there's a bunch that are much more famous than I am. Uh, but for purposes of this show, we'll just go ahead and say the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Maybe we'll get into one of those stories a little later about the various other Sean O'Rourke's around the world. Yeah, it's a pretty common name. Um, so if you see it elsewhere, uh, if you see a guy that doesn't look like me or doesn't have a podcast, you're probably following the wrong Sean O'Rourke. Anyway, we're going to get right into things coming at you, as usual, from the lovely Los Angeles, California. We're actually getting a little rain now. I We seem to talk about, I seem to get into weather here and there, but it, it, it's funny because we launched this podcast like in the fall, so that's when we actually start getting some weather, and it's extra funny because uh, this week we're getting some rain. We like, we never, and I know you always hear like, oh, there's never rain in California, well, Southern California, Northern California gets the rain, and it. The stuff you hear, if you don't live in Southern Cal, it's true. Everyone goes crazy. Right now on the news, it's Stormwatch, and we're about we're supposed to get like a half an inch of rain, and there's about a 50-50 chance of that. Uh, but we're in Stormwatch for the half inch of rain that could be coming down in the next day or so. Um, thankful for that rain. Not looking forward to being on the roads because people tend to freak out. I always say, if it ever like really snowed in Los Angeles, I, it, Los Angeles would just be destroyed because people wouldn't know how to deal with it. It, it. it snows near here, but it doesn't really like snow, snow, you know, in the city the way it does in the Midwest or maybe the Northeast. So anyway, now that we've talked about the weather, uh, again, I'm your host, Sean Works. This is Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. We're getting right into episode three. Um, thank you for joining us. I appreciate you all sticking around over the last few podcast episodes. I know the last one was a little bit heavy. Uh, I think it was all good info, good socially relevant info, but probably a little heavy. So we're going to go a little lighter today. Got a lot of junk for you. I'll be honest, we're a little light on content, so I'm probably going to just kind of string things out as we're going along here. Uh, but who knows? We'll probably hit about an hour and I'll still have a bunch of stuff to say. So I do want to get into some housekeeping because I've, I've, I've been kind of keeping an eye on numbers and stuff. And I was under the impression that most people were kind of getting this info through Facebook. Uh, but I have come to find out uh, Podomatic, where we host the podcast, is actually getting a lot of hits outside of the Facebook page. So for any of you out there around the world listening right now, if you just found us on Podomatic, there's other places you can find us, listen, engage, whatever you may want to do. The first place would be our Facebook page, and that's facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. No spaces, no abbreviations or anything. It's just facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, so you can find us on there. Always looking for feedback on there. I want to be engaged with anybody who might be listening. Um, so, so go on there. Give us your opinions. Tell me how bad it is. Tell me how good it is. Tell me what you want to hear about. I know I've said this many times before, but for those of you that haven't found us through the Facebook page, and you may are just listening on Podomatic or iTunes or Google Play, um, look out for that Facebook page. Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Of course, as I've mentioned previously, we are on iTunes and Google Play as well, so make sure you jump on there, subscribe, uh, leave some reviews, tell us how great it is and how much you love listening to me talk to a wall for about an hour every week. So, on that note, I'm pleased to announce, and you, you, I'm hearing a difference. You might be able to. We're actually on a 
brand new microphone. I know I was joking about the janky microphone that we were using for the first few episodes. The microphone was perfectly fine. It, it, it wasn't quite as good as I would have liked it to be. Uh, and then we got this one. And now this one's almost too... It, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it right now. It, it's too good for me. I had to turn all my levels way down. Uh, it's much more complex. But we are rocking a new microphone. So there might be a little bit of a learning curve kind of on levels and stuff that we had gotten through with the old microphone. Um, but in the end, it's going to be much better on this one. I can assure you that. And because of that, we now have two microphones and we have a microphone that's more capable of picking up multiple voices. So as I've been teasing for a couple weeks now, we're going to get somebody in the studio and have another person here to talk with me. Um, maybe have some back and forth, whatever it might be. Or maybe they'll just sit in the corner and listen to me talk to the wall. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll get there, though. We're getting some guests in here. It's happening. Um, but again, like I said, we're rocking a new microphone, which is extra great. So I'll be honest, the first microphone we had w was kind of small and it was perfectly fine. I kept saying janky microphone. If, if you're out there like, and you're like, I want to try out podcasting. You just want like a cool microphone for your computer. It's like a 40, $50 mic. It, it's great. Samson, check it out. Samson Meteor. It's definitely kind of a beginner mic though. Um, so if you're just kind of getting started, it's, it's great one to check out. Uh, the problem for me one of the biggest problems was I'm like leaning over this smaller microphone all the time and it was hurting my neck and my back. My neck and my back, yeah. You often laugh at that. Uh, so it's nicer to have this kind of larger stand-up microphone picking up a little more audio. Of course, it's probably going to pick up all the extra ambient noise that we got going on because I live in Highland Park waiting for one of those helicopters to come flying over as per usual. Um, I've been trying to schedule them for the show, but... For some reason, LAPD just doesn't care that I want to fly over each week for my show. Um, obviously, if you call them, that'd be weird. Uh, but going to be picking up more of that. Brand new microphone, Yeti Blue microphone. Um, I hate that I have to say Yeti because my buddy Yeti is going to give me a heart. I don't like to give him, you know, I don't like to give him a big head. So now that they're naming things after after the Yeti, uh, we're going to have to deal with that. So brand new microphone. Episode three, we're getting right into it. Again, housekeeping, check us out on that Facebook page, iTunes, Google Play, Podomatic, which brings me to my next point. And this is where you want to listen closely. If you're on that Facebook page or you're friends with me personally on Facebook, uh, you may have noticed today I put up a little bit of a challenge in honor of Halloween. Now, I, it's not complex. I don't want to say it's complex, but make sure you listen closely Read that post on the Go Tell It to the Wall Facebook page so that you understand exactly what's going to go into this. So we're looking to increase some numbers over the next few days for the podcast on both the Facebook page and on iTunes and Google Play. So what I'm looking for, if, and this is, we, we need this all to happen by Halloween. I know we're going a little backwards on the explanation here. If all of these things happen by Halloween then I'll give you a payoff. And those things, first one being, we need the Facebook page to get to at least 250 likes. We're sitting at like 90 something right now. It's really only 150. The, the crazy thing is, personally, I have like 500 friends on the, you know, it's click, click the damn link, friends, come on. You know, just give us some page likes. It's gonna boost things. It's gonna get us higher up there as far as visibility and everything. So we want to get the Facebook page, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall to at least 250 likes. So spread the word with your friends, send it to them. They just got to click like, hopefully they'll want to be engaged. 
If not, we just want to see those numbers go to 250 by Halloween. On top of that, I would like to see an increase in subscriptions and reviews on iTunes and Google Play. So in addition to hitting 250 by Halloween on the Facebook page, we're going to need to see an increase in subscriptions and at least 15 one five reviews within iTunes and Google Play. So that if we get eight and seven, 10 and five, 15 on one, it doesn't matter. As long as we hit 15 new reviews, and I don't even care if they're good. If you think the show is terrible and you're leaving a terrible, like a one-star review, that's totally fine. Do it. I just, I just want to see the reviews up there. So 15 new subscriptions and reviews between now, uh, and I always joke, you don't know when I'm recording. This podcast is going to go up the Friday before Halloween, uh, which would be tomorrow. I think it's the 28th. It would, it's the 28th. So that's going to give you, and again, the post went up today. So you're getting what, like five days to actually, do, you know, spread the word, share it with your friends. Share it on your your, uh, your your personal Facebook page, whatever it is you need to do. Um, but if we get those two things, 250 page likes within the Facebook page and those 15 reviews on both iTunes and Google Play, what I'm going to do is share a very personal and special photo that I have. Um, some of you that listen, you may have seen this photo or heard of this photo because I, I, have, I I'll be honest, I've shown it to one or two people. It... it <laughs> It gets a bit of a laugh. Uh, so many of you out there are aware of the exact photo. If you're not aware, I can assure you, you're going to laugh. And just to tease that a little bit, I'll tell you, I was a child model. Uh, and not the kind of model you'd think. I actually modeled Halloween costumes. Pause for laughter. I'm just kidding. Anyway, so I have this rather epic photo of myself that has never been shared anywhere on social media. Like I said, a couple people have seen it in person. It's never been shared on social media. So if we can get all those things, 250 page likes on Facebook, as well as uh, the, the reviews and subscriptions within iTunes and Google Play, we're gonna share that photo on Halloween. If we don't hit it, you guys are never gonna see this photo. I assure you, there's not much effort going into this really. You just gotta spread the word. Click some things, share it with your friends, tell someone about it, write a review on iTunes or Google Play, and you're going to get to see this epic photo on Halloween. So, again, challenge, do it, and go. Um, if we don't get it, you're never going to see it. I'll tell you that right now. So, moving right along. That challenge, it's, it's going to be up there. I'll probably remind everyone over the next couple days. We're making a big push over the next couple days to get some numbers up on the podcast itself, especially because the Podomatic numbers seem to be increasing i don't want to say drastically but they're, they're increasing pretty well uh, as opposed to google play and itunes where we're just not getting as much traction i think it's because people aren't actually leaving reviews and stuff so head on over there leave some reviews you're gonna laugh your ass off on halloween um, if we hit that goal and we get that photo up uh, like i said moving right along i know i teased a show coming back on hbo um called fraggle rock I just want to, I want to tease it again. It's come back. I didn't get a lot of info. So just in, in case you weren't aware, you didn't see like any articles on it. Fraggle Rock, it was a Henson show that was on in the 80s. I, I want to say it was 1987. It's like around when it came out. Very much a cult classic show. If you know me at all, you know I have a slight obsession with the Muppets. Um, so Fraggle Rock coming back on HBO. It was originally on HBO, which is funny because when I was a kid, you know, and HBO still to this day, they have like an opening 
Um, and they've gotten so much more complex over the years. Now they have these like HBO originals openings that show before like Game of Thrones and all that kind of stuff. But back in the 80s, they just had kind of a generic, I, I want to say it had like spotlights and it was it had some like booming music over it. Well, when I was a kid, if I if I heard that HBO, because me- the only thing I watched on HBO was Fraggle Rock. And, you know, I'm sure there was something else maybe I watched when I was a kid that, that was a little more kid friendly. But as most of you know, HBO is not necessarily kid friendly. So I, I wasn't sitting there watching HBO all day. So whenever I heard that, like, booming HBO intro come on, if someone else was watching HBO or if it was just a commercial, I would go running because I thought Fraggle Rock was coming on. And Fraggle Rock was my absolute favorite show. And like I said, it's coming back. It's going to be back by the end of the year. So if you if you have HBO, you'll be able to check it out on HBO. If you don't have HBO, you probably have... And I, I shouldn't say this. You probably have a friend that has HBO. And you probably have their password get HBO Go, whatever it is, you'll be able to watch them. Um, I'm, I'm not going to condone other things, you know, like downloading and stuff. I know many of you out there do that. My podcast is free, so I don't have to worry about that personally. Um, but I, I, I don't condone that necessarily. Um, but if, if that's what you do, then by all means. And they are all coming back in HD. Um, so it's going to be, I guess, a little higher quality. Which the HD always kind of racked my brain a little bit because when something's not shot in HD, it's great when it's up but it's not, it, it's not like true HD, like when it's shot in HD. Um, of course, that being said, it, uh, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. I'm going to rewatch all 96 episodes that are re-releasing on HBO. So keep an eye out for that. They'll be out by the end of the year. I don't know if they've given an exact date yet, um, but they're supposed to be out by the end of the year. And we've only got like two months left in the year. So over the next two months, we'll be seeing... Some new Fraggle, well, not new, but we'll see. be seeing the return of Fraggle Rock on HBO. Get your subscription, figure out how you're going to see it. Um, and honestly, in the meantime, I'm sure you can find, like, YouTube and stuff, if you don't know what Fraggle Rock is, especially if you're if you're a Henson or a Muppets fan, you know, kind of into that kind of comedy, those the puppets and everything, and you don't know what Fraggle Rock is, check it out. Even if you're not necessarily into that stuff, uh, I, I would say it's worth a few minutes to just go... Check out Fraggle Rock, personally. It, it was one of my favorite shows as a kid. Uh, the Muppets were my favorite. Fraggle Rock was my favorite. And I, I still would say I have a slightly unhealthy obsession uh, with the Muppets to this day. Uh, which is... I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I really am. Um, so, check out Fraggle Rock. So, I know we've been really sports ball heavy the past couple podcasts. Um, again... I, I know many of you out there don't love sports ball. Whenever it's socially relevant, we're going to talk about it. Uh, if it's funny, we're going to talk about it. I, I know I said we're not going to be serious. So for this sports ball topic, we are not going to be serious. As we've mentioned in previous podcasts, I think, well, just on the last one, when they actually were in, the Chicago Cubs are playing in the World Series. And since, as you all know, I'm a huge Boston fan, since the Red Sox are out, I can absolutely cheer for the Cubs, especially because of my mother. She uh, she actually, I think I mentioned that too, she grew up in Chicago, a Cubs fan. Um, so despite the fact that my father and I are huge Red Sox fans, she still still pulls for the Cubs to an extent. Um, and obviously has never never seen a World Series, a World Series win by the Cubs in, in her entire life. Uh, so pulling for the Cubs, and, and I just find it, it, it's entertaining. We actually have two cities in the World Series right now that have over 50-year droughts of, of actually winning winning the World Series. So it's just, it's compelling television. Like I've said before, it's the last true reality television. Even if you're not into sports, you know, tune in a little, check it out. Uh, but there was one funny thing. If Again, if you don't follow sports, you're not going to be familiar with this at all. But in the previous round of the playoffs, 
the the Cleveland baseball team, remember we don't say their mascot name, but the Cleveland baseball team had a pitcher. He's kind of a quirky guy, I guess. I, you know, I don't follow Cleveland too closely. I don't play the Red Sox that much, you know, so I follow them kind of when, when they're playing the Sox. He's, he's kind of a quirky guy, I guess. His name's Trevor Trevor Bauer. And he likes to build drones. Yeah, drones. We see these drones all over the place, and I guess he actually, like, builds them. He doesn't just purchase them and fly them. So before he was supposed to start, he's a pitcher, uh, before he was supposed to start a game in the last round of the playoffs, he was he was building a drone and actually cut his pinky finger. Like, cut it to the extent that he needed to get stitches. Uh, would, he missed his next start, and then they tried to start him in the game after that as a pitcher, but his finger was bleeding so bad that it, blood was, like, dripping down the ball. So they're like, dude, you can't, you can't be out here, like, bleeding, just literally dripping blood all over the place. Um, so Cleveland ends up winning that series. Didn't really, didn't really factor in much, you know, because they obviously still won. They, in fact, they won that game despite the fact that he, he wasn't even in the game that long. So fast forward to game two, which happened to be yesterday in Cleveland. Um, and this happened, I, I believe this happened Monday, but this, we were talking about it because game two was yesterday. Um, and so that's kind of where it came up. I was watching ESPN. Now, apparently there's a Chicago Cubs fan, lifelong Chicago Cubs fan, uh, and as I mentioned, Trevor Bauer cut his fing- his pinky finger building a drone. <laughs> so this Chicago Cubs fan, and I, I mean, maybe I'm sure if you did some digging, you'd find someone's address. Jumps on Amazon. Amazon, which we all know is like the greatest thing to just get something quick, or if you're looking for that quirky little item that you can't just pick up at the store, um, whatever it might be, you, you go to Amazon. So he jumps on Amazon and orders a, a drone, like, and it, it looked like a smaller drone, you know, I see these giant drones, especially, like, out of Burning Man and stuff, you see them flying around in the air, you see them around LA once in a while, and this, it, it looked like, like, a smaller one, kind of like those mini RC cars that got real popular in the early 2000s for, like, five minutes, um, so it wasn't this huge, big investment, but he sent, he sent Trevor Bauer a drone, um, and I can't remember the exact note, but it was like, you know, enjoy this drone, go Cubs, go, but it was essentially saying, like, Hey, why don't you work on this drone and maybe you cut your finger again? Now, obviously, I don't think he wants to. I don't think the Cubs fan wanted him to cut his finger. It's not. It was. It. it they kind of. They got some comments from the Cubs fan. It was really in a good-natured way. And even Trevor Bauer like tweeted a photo of the of the drone itself and was like, "Ha ha ha!" I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Um, a bit of an investment. I I think even those small drones can't be that cheap. Um, I, I can't imagine. I've never done any drone shopping. Um, but I can't imagine that they're, you know, it's, it's not like he's sending them a pack of bubble gum or something, you know, it's still a, still an electronic device. Uh, but I, I thought that was hilarious. That's one way to, and in fact, they, they were saying the guy's wife was like, no, I don't do that. People are going to be sending him drones left and right. And this was the only drone um, that Trevor Bauer got. And then sure enough, I, you know, I don't think it had anything to do with it. He was pitching yesterday in yesterday's game. He had a horrible game horrible game I, who knows if that had anything to do with it but if, you know if, if i was that guy i'd be telling all my friends like it's because i sent him that drone it's because i sent him that drone i threw him off his game um you know if you follow sports at all you know pitchers tend to be kind of the quirkier um guys you know they have their own routines and all this kind of stuff and you know who knows if i actually threw him off his game but i thought that was hilarious um sending a drone to the opposing pitcher i kind of hoping he's going to cut his finger but not really hoping he's going to cut it, it it made for a fun story and, you know, a little viral video. And, you know, you have a professional baseball player tweeting out a photo of the gift that you sent to him with your name all over it. Um, not that you, I'm sure he wasn't trying to be famous. He probably just thought it was funny. And I thought it was funny. Um, and maybe it worked. He didn't have a good game. So that's enough.
we're, we're, we're not going to have a lot of sports ball today. We got some other stuff to get into. Uh, some stuff I teased. Some stuff that kind of happened this week. Um, one thing, we all need to have a little moment of silence for the app Vine. I don't know if, you, if any of you have actually used Vine. I never did. I remember when it first came out and everyone was running around. Oh, this is amazing. You can share these short videos and stuff. And it's it's absolutely amazing to me, kind of the app industry. Um, in fact, I was just I was just in the offices for a, a big mobile app uh, about a week ago, talking with them about some opportunities. Um, I'm not I'm not going to tease them because because they're not paying me to to tease their app on the podcast and they're they're not friends of mine they're more like associates um it's just amazing what what apps gain popularity and and then sustain popularity it, it really amazes me um you know like the snapchat and stuff a lot of it's most a lot of times i don't get it like snap I, I i get part of it and i don't um it it seems to be these niche apps so like with vine it was amazing when it first came out. You could you could share these videos, you know. Not that's the thing too. It's Yeti who I mentioned when I told him a while ago because I just got on Twitter, just got on Twitter, um, and I was like, I'm not on Twitter, and he's like, Well, how do you how are you going to tell the entire universe your useless thoughts? It was something along those lines, um, and it's so true. Like who's who's looking at these things, you know? Um, but I mean, somebody is. We we've had there was some Vine stars and stuff. It's amazing because it, it's so innovative, and then it's 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 just, it's kind of like capitalism in this country. Because then what happens is, like an Instagram comes, oh Vine, oh that's a cute new little app, and then Instagram comes in and says, we're doing video now, and suddenly Vine is just not, just loses popularity. And if you're not aware, Twitter actually owned uh, owned Vine. That was kind of their their uh, their video side of things. Um, but once Instagram came in and started doing video, and then Facebook is, obviously, everybody's on Facebook. I know a lot of people are like, oh, Facebook's not cool anymore. Everybody's still on Facebook. Even if you don't use it a ton, you're on there. In fact, I was joking at our childbirth class last night, and this guy was like, oh, I finally I, I finally was able to delete my Facebook app. And another guy was like, yeah, no, it's still somewhere out there. It probably is. It's on a server somewhere. You know, he, he may not be using it. It may not be active. It's on a server somewhere. So especially once Facebook got in on the video game, and it's amazing. There's videos left and right, it's to the point where I don't know if you've seen any of this advertising, but Facebook's been advertising for for their Facebook video, you know, portion of of Facebook, and they put these weird, I you know, and I can't remember what the exact video was, but they're putting like UGC, which I think I've mentioned before, user generated content. Uh, on their commercials, and we're talking like huge ad campaigns where they have this just like Facebook live video, and it's random stuff. You know, it'd be one thing if we were seeing, because YouTube in its infancy was like, oh, here's weird videos, and then it, it turned into this industry um, where where people are actually making revenue and everything. And Facebook, instead of putting like the super talented stuff out there, I and forgive me, audience, I, I can't remember what it was, but it was it was just like a dude talking. And I was like, I looked at it and I go, that does not make me want to go look at Facebook Live. Of course, that being said, they're probably going to take over the video game because Facebook tends to to do that uh, whenever whenever they, they get into things. Although I still don't use the damn Messenger app. Just, just I don't. If, if you message, if you message, go tell it to the wall, the page. We're pretty quick on responses there. 
I'll be honest, my personal Facebook page, it, it could take like a week. I mean, we're talking like old school email status from the 90s when you didn't even really use email. That, that's about how long it takes me uh, to get back to you on my personal page. I, I'm much better about the Go Tell Us The Wall page, obviously, because we're trying to be engaging. We're, we're trying to get stuff out there. Um, but again, Vine gone. Uh, and it's just amazing, the app world. I, I remember when MySpace was popular. It took me a while to get in, onto MySpace. I'm, I'm kind of curmudgeon when it comes to... Te There's certain technological things I like, which we're going to get into because I finally tried out the damn VR gear, Sam, Samsung thing. Uh, but I, I tend not to like jump on those things. Like I said, I got on Twitter a couple months ago, finally. I was like, fine. And I've done work on Twitter. I work in social media, but personally, never really been on Twitter uh, so I remember MySpace years ago in the early 2000s. I was finally like, fine, I'll get on this thing. And it was, you know, it was fine. I'm connecting with people, whatever. And, you know, for those of you that were using MySpace back in the early 2000s, you remember how that was. Uh, I do remember I was working for a radio station at Culver City and hadn't been on MySpace that long. And somehow I was talking to one of the other girls that worked there. She's like, oh, have you ever heard of Facebook? Never heard of it. I, I just, I'd never heard of it. And I was like, what is that? And her exact words, I'll never forget it. She goes, it's MySpace, but a little cooler. <laughs> Facebook really was about the same as MySpace, you know. And granted, we can sit here and get into minutia of different different elements of MySpace and Facebook or whatever. But essentially the same thing. You, it's social media, you're connecting people. MySpace, I, it might still exist. I honestly don't know. But it's more or less gone. Whereas Facebook is this massive industry really looking to take over the world. I mean, they're kind of like the Walmart of... of internet and, and apps um, where they just want to buy up everything. They want to do a little bit of everything. Eventually, you're just... I, I think if, if Facebook could have their way, you would do... You would open up your computer, you would go to Facebook.com and everything would run through. You know, now people jump on there, they go to Google, they go to their email. I think Facebook would like nothing better than for everybody to just straight up be going on their app and doing everything within their app, their website, whatever it might be. And that's why you can see they continue to buy things up. Try out new things, um, and, and I'm not trying to talk bad on Facebook. It's it's just funny that that kind of once the conglomerate gets in there, and as we can see with Vine, you know, Instagram got into videos and it was popular, but Vine was still still trudging along, and, and Facebook gets into videos and Vine is gone. Um, so again, maybe bow your head today. Quick moment of silence for Vine. It is gone. Personally, I never used it, so I'm not missing out on anything. Maybe you guys are. If you are, I'm, I apologize. You use the Facebook thing. Use Instagram. It's kind of all the same thing. Um, you can you can get get out there in, in that way. Uh, so, R.I.P. Vine. Another fun thing I found today, and like like I said in the past, I get up on the days I'm going to record, and I, I have a running list of things going on. There's stuff I teased, you know, whatever it is. We put that challenge up today that I mentioned. We're going to mention that challenge again at the end of the show. Um, you know, so there's always engagement, but I tend to get up the day of, and that's when I really, you know, like I said, I'm not a scripted guy. Never been an actor. No, people used to ask me to act, like, when they first met me, knowing I was a public speaker and a host and everything. So different. It is so different. So, so I can't script too much, but I like to kind of jot things down. I think I've said this before, and I have an idea of, of kind of things I want to rant about, talk about, and maybe you'll find interesting probably won't, who knows, uh, whatever it might be today, there was a fun one and it's, it's actually a bit of a, a bit of a win, um, I would say for the gullible consumer. Uh, so I was reading an article today and the, 
the FCC, in conjunction with probably the FBI or one of those agencies, actually broke up a phone scam that was running in, in India and also had people in the U.S. And this is one of those IRS phone scams where somebody calls you and they say, you know, you haven't, I, I've seen these videos. I don't even answer. I, you know, I, I don't personally, I don't answer my phone unless I know what it is or if I'm expecting a call. You know, if I have like a client call or something or a potential um, opportunity that's coming through, then then maybe I'm answering. But for the most part, I'm not, I'm not answering my phone if, unless I know who it is or I'm expecting something. So I, I've never experienced this, but I've seen the little videos like online. And I think this is where a guy probably sitting in India calls you and tells you he's from the IRS. Um, and actually, I, no, I did, there was a video that I saw a while back um, where the guy actually messed with the guy that was calling him from India. Um and actually, I, I want. I think at the end of it, we ended up finding he was calling uh, from Pakistan, and uh, so he the guy's messing with him. And this was extra funny, and that's why I say gullible consumer because he was pretending to be from the IRS, saying he had un, unpaid taxes or something. And the police were coming to arrest him unless he was to go to Target and purchase like a thousand dollars in Target gift cards, and then like give the gift card numbers over to the dude on the phone. So, yeah, this this is a huge red flag. Uh, I, I, I don't think there's ever been a time in history where the IRS was taking gift cards as payment. I think they usually like cash. That's kind of, you know, most people do. <laughs> they don't take gift cards as payment unless you're probably getting scammed. Um, but, you know, that being said, there are gullible people out there. So I'm happy to see that this was broken up. Um, and maybe we'll see a little bit less of this kind of going on in the world. Um, because I just... I. I don't have patience, you know, get, do something productive, you know, and there, there is part of me that says, well, if they were that gullible, you know, they kind of brought it on themselves, but I, you know, I would love to live in a world where, where we're not trying to dupe each other, you know, we're not, we're not trying to pull one over on the next guy, which is a lot of what happens in the world today. And that, that's why I say common sense, you know, common sense dictates that the IRS is not looking for payment from you in the form of a gift card, you know? But at the same time, common sense also says, you know, well, I don't want to say common sense. Gullible common sense also makes you think, like, you know, is there really people out there that are trying to take advantage, you know? Um, and, and there are. So watch out. But at least at least we're doing something about it. You know, FCC, FBI, they're, they're getting them. They're getting them. Um, you know, maybe we'll share that video. I can't remember where I saw it. Uh, but it did definitely ended with the guy, the guy that was trying to scam the guy that was recording, uh, it definitely ended with him making some threats uh, relative to, to 9-11, um, which, well, it's a little ridiculous. I mean, like, talk about talk about falling backward into stereotypes. I mean, come on, dude. Um, you, you didn't have to go there. You, you know, you're being a bad guy. You didn't have to be a total jerk about it. But he, he did. Maybe If I can find that video again, we'll share it on the thing. Um, but again, just happy to see that stuff happening. So a lot of tech stuff happened this week, and I'll be honest with you, I couldn't keep up with it. I couldn't, and part, part of me just isn't isn't crazy interested. You know, they do these keynote events. Apple does a keynote event, and and it's funny because I you know I think I've said in the past, I you know I may joke around, I may say, oh those junky headphones, or oh you're using an iPhone. I, it doesn't matter. It it really all comes down to preference. Um, it, it, as far as that goes, you know, if you like an iPhone, use an iPhone. You like an Android, use an Android. You like a Windows phone, use a Windows phone. You like a, a flip phone, use a flip phone. It doesn't matter. It really just comes down to what, what you're into. You know, I know tons of people that 
hate iPhones and swear by Androids. Tons of people that hate Android and swear by iPhone. People that have switched from iPhone to Android, from Android to iPhone, vice versa. People that have switched from Mac to PC. I think that happens a lot less. Um, people tend to like their computers. Me, personally, I'm a PC guy. I like my Android phone. I like Google. Having all, you know, I don't care. You, you can be all up in my business. You know, I, that's fine. Um, but, and then I love my iPad. I use my iPad from a creative standpoint. Adobe's got a lot of apps out there. I do a lot of photo editing and that kind of stuff. So the iPad comes in handy for that. So I'm, I'm running the spectrum. The spectrum. Um, I think I even I have an iPad, iPod Touch somewhere, um, and also an Android tablet. And they all get used. It all gets used. You know, it, it, it all gets used. So it's really just preference. You know, if you're into Apple, um, I mean, the one thing I'll always say about Apple is you're, you're paying a little more there, obviously. Uh, but they, they kind of set the industry standard. And to the, to the point where if, if other companies come out with stuff, it almost doesn't get recognized until Apple comes out with it. A perfect example would be the smartwatches. Android has had smartwatches for years. Years. Apple's had one for like a year and a half, I think. I actually had an Android smartwatch uh, for about a year before the Apple Watch came out. And then people would ask me, oh, what is that? What is a smartwatch? What? What is that? It's connected to my phone. Oh, wow, that's amazing. It's amazing. And then once the Apple Watch came out, or iWatch, whatever the hell they call it. And it's fine. It's fine. I think, I, I think they all do the same thing. I think the iWatch is a little uglier than a lot of the other smartwatches out there. But if you, if you like, you know, if you like that style, that's fine. Um, personally, the one I have these days, it, it's an Android smartwatch, and it, it looks very stylish. Uh, but the funny thing about Apple is what happens these days, now that the iWatch or Apple Watch, whatever the hell they call it, is out, people look at my watch and they go, is that an Apple Watch? I say, no, it's an Android watch. And I would say 9.5 times out of 10, not even 9 out of 10, 9.5 times out of 10, whoever's asking me that says, oh, I didn't know Android had those. <laughs> and then 8 times out of 10, my response is, yes. Android has had them for a couple years before Apple even had one. In fact, I've had a smartwatch for about three years. So it's, it's just funny. Apple kind of sets the standard. And maybe it, I'm not going to get into minutia, you know, the little technical details of the Apple Watch. Maybe it's faster, maybe whatever, you know. Like I said, it all comes down to preference. So Apple had, a, had a, their keynote this week. They did announce some new MacBooks. So if you're a Mac user, check that out. I think they're coming out soon. Um, and they've added some new tech to it, which basically adds shortcuts for a lot of uh, the programs that you'd use within a Mac. I know there's like shortcuts for Final Cut, for email, and, and all that kind of stuff. So if, if you're a MacBook user or a Mac user in general, check those out. I, I didn't spend a lot of time with the Keynote. I watch it now and then. When I got my last iPad a couple years ago, I did watch the Keynote because I was like, well, I'm going to get a new iPad. I'm waiting for this new one to come out. I'm, I'm just going to jump on here and see what they're saying about it. But, I, you know, I, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, my gosh, the keynote. Oh, oh my gosh. I got, we we, we got to see this thing. No, no, I don't need to. Um, and then, coincidentally, Microsoft did an event this week as well to announce a bunch of their stuff. I'm not going to get into details on their stuff. Again, I didn't pay a ton of attention. I'm a Microsoft guy. I love, I, I'm rocking a Surface Pro 3. It is, it is a fantastic machine. Uh, once I went pr proprietary on the PC side, I I'm not going back. I love it, but that's me. You know, a lot of people maybe don't like the Surface Pro. I personally, I love it. I do a lot of photo editing. I, it's it's, a, it's so I can do it right on there. It's essentially like having a a Wacom Cintiq uh, right right there in my hand, and, and you know, I like that. But maybe maybe you don't. Maybe you know, it just depends on your preferences. 
Um, but personally, I'm a Microsoft guy. Uh, I like the Surface Pro. I think it's a good line of stuff. Um, and this week, the one cool thing that they did come out with is the, the Surface Pro Studio. Do not quote me on that. It, Surface Studio. I don't know if Pro is in there. They throw Pro in there. It doesn't seem like Pro is just kind of that extra thing they throw in right now. Where they're like, I feel like you can have a basic object, like this microphone, for example. Now, just throwing numbers out there. Let's say this microphone costs $150. You throw a Pro on the end of it, you can charge $250. And there could be no differences. And you're not going to get everybody. Somebody's going to, you know, there's going to be some people that are like, uh, that's the same thing. But that pro on the end, that's gonna get you're gonna get some people that are like, oh, gotta have, gotta have the pro. Um, so nonetheless, I don't know if they put through pro in there, but Microsoft Studio, it's essentially like their new desktop. If you're interested in Microsoft at all, or even if if you just like tech, check it out. I'm not saying you need to go out and buy one. I'm probably not gonna buy one anytime soon. Um, but it's it's a it's a pretty cool workstation, especially if if you're like in the creative industry. Um, but it, it, it's essentially like a big surface. You should all be pretty familiar with the surface by now. It's, it's a like tablet PC. Uh, this is a big one that goes on your desk. So it's like a desktop version of that. And then it actually flips down. So if, if, if you've been in creative space or anything, you've seen these, as I mentioned, the Cintiq, Wacom Cintiq, um, tablets, and you're basically editing and, and designing and drawing right on there. So with this new surface, what it does is it, and I, I love I gotta tell you guys, I'm, I'm constantly like waving my hands around um, as, as I'm giving examples to you guys, but you can't see it. Um, so as I wave my hands around and exemplify how this thing flips down, and actually doesn't flip down, just kind of lowers down. And then, so at one moment you've got a monitor in front of you and you've got a little Bluetooth keyboard, whatever, and maybe a mouse. Then you can flip it down and still got that pen and you're essentially just like turning it into a drafting table. Uh, which I thought was pretty cool. So if you're into that kind of stuff, check it out. If you're just into tech, we're we're coming like we're just it, going in strides. It, it it's so hard to keep up. And I know that's the constant joke, but I feel like we're you know before we were we were like running and and it was hard to keep up. Now now we're like at a full sprint. And like now you just you know before it was oh we buy a computer and a week later it was obsolete. Now it's like a day. It's like a day and your computer is, is obsolete. Um, so it's really hard to keep track of all that stuff, uh, but I, I, I like it. I, I think these innovations that are, that are coming out, you know, it's all cool stuff. Uh, like the wearables, I love my Android watch. Absolutely love it. Um, and it, is it super, superfluous? Yeah, absolutely. I say that to a lot of people, but is it great when I'm sitting in a meeting or, you know, sitting in a class or something and, and I get a notification and I just glance down at my watch? Yeah, that's pretty nice. Um, it really is. Uh, you know, and not that you should be doing it, but if, 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 if I'm driving somewhere, my directions are right on there. I don't have to look at my phone. You, sh you shouldn't look at your watch either. Uh, but a quick glance to see that a right turn is coming up. Uh, it, it, it's nice on the watch as opposed to actually like holding your phone and all this other stuff. Cause that's going to get you a ticket in California. Probably, I think it gets you a ticket in the whole country now. There was a while where it was, uh, it was pretty much just California, but I think that's extended quite a bit, um, since then. Um, and I should just mention Samsung real quick. I know I've said this in previous podcasts. If you're still carrying around a Note 7, take that damn thing back in. They have straight up, they've, they've set up exchange booths within airports because you can't even take the damn phone on an airplane anymore. Uh, they're they're going to take it from you if you try to get on an airplane. And I, I believe it's federal crime if you actually manage to get on an airplane uh, with one. So if you're still rocking one of those, take that thing back. 
Uh, it's actually funny. I was looking at some stats for, for Samsung, and they obviously they lost a lot of money because like a couple million of these units went out that they didn't have to manufacture. Uh, but as I was looking at the numbers, they actually the majority of people trading on the Note are actually getting the uh, the S7 or the S7 Edge, uh, which happens to be what I'm running right now is the uh, S7 Edge. I love it. I know I said proprietary, um, and I I would absolutely have a Nexus or that new Pixel if they would just put a damn memory card slot in it, because uh, I I love just having all my like downloaded. I you know I go into because I'm on Android, I go into Google Play, and just download, download, download all this music's on there because I got like a 128 uh, gig card in my phone, so I don't have to worry about it. Um, that's the one thing I always say Pixel and well now Pixel Pixel is brand new. Uh, and Nexus are always lacking. I don't know why they don't just do that. And some people don't need that. Personally, I like it. Um, and that, that's kind of why I stick to the Samsungs. And it's been great so far. I've had it I think for a month or so. But I was on a Samsung before that. I've never had problems. And like I said, it's all preference. If you like a Samsung, you know, that, that's what you're going to get. Um, if you like Nexus, you know, Apple, whatever it might be, it's all preference. I may joke and say that's junk, um, you know, but if, if you like it, get it you know you're the one that has to deal with it you know if if someone calls me from their iphone i'm it's i don't know that they're on an iphone it you know it's really just your own personal choice in your own personal space so do your thing that's what we do common sense dictates uh do your thing and and utilize what's best for you um and, and i can't tell you what's best for you i can just give you suggestions or maybe some funny things or um that's really about it so uh, more tech stuff as i teased last week uh the vr headset so i finally got around to using this thing um and i'll be honest i didn't even get past like just the tutorial and the menu because i was stuck i was stuck i got the thing set up and not stuck in a bad way but i i, I put this the the vr headset on now i was trying out the the Samsung Gear VR, I think I mentioned, you know, they, they were giving them out for free for a while, so I ended up with one. Um, I've had it for a while, so I happen to have that one, but there's a lot of them out there. In fact, I saw on social media the other day, I think on Facebook, they, they were selling like $20 ones at Home Depot. Now, granted, I don't know how high quality that's going to be, um, but if you're looking to just try these things out, they're out there for pretty cheap. I'm sure you can find them cheap on Amazon as well. Um, you know, keep an eye out if you're interested, but... Like I said, I tested out the Samsung Gear VR because that just happens to be the one I have. My phone fits in there. I've got the S7 Edge. Um, so finally today, I know, because I teased last week, I was like, I, and today I was like, oh my gosh, I still haven't messed with the VR headset. And I don't know what took me so long because uh, that's my phone in there. It takes a little while to get it set up and download software and stuff. And it takes you through this tutorial. And it's just it's just visually stunning. Um, you know, and we're not talking like H... I mean, I guess it's HD, but... It, you don't really, you don't feel like you're in a different world, but you're just, I, I mean, I was at least just kind of enamored and just looking around and just playing with the menus and stuff. And you're just like, whoa, and you look down and it's like a different floor and everything else. Um, it, it was pretty amazing. So if, if that interests you, I would recommend checking it out. Like I said, there's cheap ones out there. There's more expensive ones. There's a whole, like all kinds of them right now. I know Google just came out with one for the Pixel. Um, and then, in fact, Microsoft announced this week they're doing a much, I, I don't want to say more complex, but they're doing a pretty complex VR headset that's coming out soon. They were they were teasing it the other day um, at their event as well. So if, if you're interested, check it out. It's I, I found it to be um, 
to be just cool and engaging. You know, it's not something, something you're gonna use daily, um, but it's just a fun little toy. You know, if you you know if you're looking for something fun or if if tech in general interests you, um, I know that there's a couple shows. I think there's one that's out already um, that you just watch on like the VR headset. And I, if, when I was reading the article, I think they're only like 11 minutes. I, th I think if you're watching a show for um, like 22 minutes, which is pretty much the standard for a sitcom, or like uh, 43 to 44, which is the standard for like an hour-long drama, um, that might get to you. You know, 11-minute bursts or, you know, snippets definitely seems more doable, I, I, I guess, because, you know, I put the, one, I put the VR, I've, I've had them on before, um, you know, at events and stuff and tried them out. Uh, actually the guy that invented cardboard, uh, he, well, I think he lives there. He has his office at the brewery. He might also live there. His, at the very least his office is there. And that's when I first started learning about, uh, this VR stuff and kind of the simplified cardboard, um, you know, these simpler, uh, headsets that you can kind of shove your phone into, um, and so that was my first foray into it. But to actually have it, like, in your house and just, like, you know, that was all program stuff where it's like, check this out. And it's amazing. Uh, but to just, like, just toy with it. You're just looking around. I was just looking around, you know. And it, it was amazing. And the clarity of it. And um, like I said, you you know, you don't, you, you kind of feel like you're in another world. It, it's not like the VR you see in movies, um, you know, whatever, where you're like, oh, shoot. And you're walking around and. It's not quite like that, but it's just cool to uh, to look around. Like there was a there, one point, one of the menus I was going through, there, there was like a starry sky, and I stuck on that for like five ten minutes just because I was like look, I, I was looking around. I was like, it's middle of the day, it's sunny out, but here I am looking at stars. Um, and again, you don't feel like you're outside looking at stars, but it's just it's just amazing the uh, the depth to it and and the technology that goes into that. Um, I thought so at least. So check it out if you're interested. The VR headsets, I liked it. We'll we'll probably have some more fun with it. I think we're gonna work on posting um, some videos at some point here. We are working on the YouTube channel. Um, well, now that I've gotten to that, uh, we're gonna get some stuff up on the YouTube channel. Um, we haven't quite launched it yet, but I want to get some of the podcast stuff up on there, and we're gonna do some interstitials. Uh, in addition to that, what we're gonna do? Well, I'll just tease it a little. There's some fun stuff coming in December. Uh, on what will be the the YouTube channel, so stay tuned for that. Um, we're gonna have some more fun with that and kind of do some more videos. Like I said, we record all these shows. It's kind of boring um, right now, but once we get some guests in and everything, it'll be. I think it'll be much much better, much more engaging. We'll probably start utilizing um, some of those videos. And like I said, once we hit late November, early December, it's 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 really gonna kick off. We've got some amazing ideas. Amazing ideas. I need to stop using it. They're not amazing ideas. I've got some ideas that I think are really good and will hopefully be entertaining to you um, coming in about a month, uh, month and a half or so, um, one, once we get all that stuff launched. And, and you'll, you will all know about it. It'll be all over the Facebook page. It'll be all over the podcast. Um, and as you can see, we've been going weekly on these podcasts. If you haven't figured that out, uh, that's what, what I've been trying to do is weekly. Now, I, I haven't wanted to set it to weekly, and the only really the only reason being is I didn't want to set it to weekly just yet, because uh, as I've mentioned on previous podcasts, we are expecting a, a baby girl here at the very beginning of December. So I don't, I, once, once I get through that, I, don't, I basically don't want to be running to the hospital when I'm supposed to be recording a podcast 
hopefully we're going to get around it. We're still going to go weekly. Um, but you know, please don't hold it against me if, if come beginning of December or end of November, even depending when she decides to make her appearance, uh, we're missing one. It, it'll be up there. Um, we're definitely going weekly. We may throw in some, some kind of shorter shows here and there. Uh, I know a couple weeks ago, I, I, there was a couple things I wanted to get more in depth on, uh, and we didn't, I, I didn't get around to it, but we may throw in some like 20, 30 minute shows, um, kind of midweek. Uh, but for now, we're going weekly, uh, new shows coming out pretty much every Friday, um, unless something changes. And like I said, some of those, maybe some little shows in there, in, you know, here and there, if there's something else to talk about, or if we get like a random guest who's in town or something, um, then we'll go from there too. But, but keep an eye out for it weekly. Um, and like I teased at the top of the show, make sure you're subscribing, reviewing, liking that Facebook page. Um, so want to give a little bit of a Haiti update. Um, now I know I've talked about it a couple podcasts now, uh, about Haiti, the hurricane, Hurricane Matthew really devastated them. I know last week I had talked about the GoFundMe page, uh, for my buddy Mikey in Haiti. Um, his, his house wasn't really, it, it was, more, I don't want to say his house was destroyed. It's not in good shape. Uh, and I did share that GoFundMe link on the Facebook page. If, if you have a couple extra bucks, it's it's going to go a long way, even like a dollar. It, it's going to go a long way. And essentially right now what Mikey's dealing with is their latrine. If you don't know what that word is, it's, it's a bathroom, restroom, outhouse. Their latrine isn't even working right now. Um, and, and they basically are trying to get it repaired. They've had so much flooding that they haven't been able to get it repaired. And in fact, if you go on that GoFundMe link, and, and please, I urge you to do that. Even if you can't donate, just check it out and, and spread the word. You can see Mikey... He has a video on there. He's standing in his house, and there's literally a river going through his house. Through his house. He lives in La Petite Riviere. I, that might be somewhat off the pronunciation. He says it much better than I. Uh, La Petite Riviere, which means the little river. Um, but as he said in the video, the river is is not little right now. It's it's just kind of flowing everywhere. And they're trying to get that seawall built back up so they can keep the river from flowing through their house and through their town. Uh, which causes all kinds of problems. You know, they, they've had cholera problems ever since the earthquake uh, years ago, um, and it's just not getting any better, and these kind of things don't don't help that um, either. Uh, so anything you can do to help, even if you can't help, I urge you just to check out that video and spread the word, uh, because they need help down there. And, and Mikey is personally a very, very good friend of mine. He is actually one of the two people that married my wife and I. Um, so I obviously have a soft spot. Uh, for Mikey, and we want to do everything we can to help him out, because uh, he's just one of those incredible human beings. He went, to, he went to Haiti to help out, and he he stayed, he stayed. And granted, he's got a wife and kid now, but he he stayed because he's just that type. He's got a huge heart, uh, just an absolutely huge, huge, huge heart, and uh, we want to do everything we can to help him out. So check that out. It's on the page. Go find the GoFundMe link. Uh, it's Mikey. I also shared a link for the Cloudside Facebook page, which I mentioned last week, but I want to put out a, just one more mention because it was kind of a quick mention last week. Cloudside, band out of San Diego. Uh, they just released their new single, and they are working on their new album. I'm not sure exactly when that new album comes out, but if you click that link, like that page, they're going to let you know. I know it's coming out soon. I know they're in studio, because uh, as I've mentioned, Jeffrey Jackson is a very good friend of mine, um, and that is his band. He's the lead singer of that band. Uh, and I'll tell you... 
it's I know I know people are always biased with their friends and and whatever that might be. Jeff's been in a couple bands. I've seen him in a couple different bands now, and they've all been um, fantastic. Uh, so I I can tell you, again, click that link. Just check it out. It it's not gonna hurt you or anything. Check it out. Maybe you find some great. Maybe you don't like it, and if you don't like it, you know you lost two minutes of your time. Or maybe you do like it and you found a new cool band. As I've said on previous podcasts, we want to talk about... Like, those are the bands that are out there that that you don't know about, but are you do want to know about, you know? I've, I've come across so many bands or groups or whatever it might be that I didn't know about at all. And they're not super popular, but I had a friend that was into them, whatever it might have been. Uh, just heard a random song and then got into them. Um, so again, Cloudside, uh, they're out of San Diego. The fa- their fa- you can search for them on Facebook. Uh, we've also shared the link on our Facebook page to make it easy on all of you. Just go to that Facebook page, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall, and you will see that link. You might have to scroll down a little bit. There's a lot of action going on there, especially with that challenge that came up today. Um, so check that out as well. So, we are running short on time. Uh, good break-in of the new microphone. It's it, it's a little bit of a learning curve on the microphone. Like I said, it, it, it's a little bit nicer um, than I'm used to as, as far as like this USB microphone stuff. You know, I've used a lot of uh, uh, analog microphones and wireless microphones in the past that are a little easier to deal with. This just has a lot, uh, a lot of complex, complexity to it. Um, so, forgive me if we're getting a little bit of extra pops here and there. It, it's a bit of a learning curve, but it, it's a much better microphone uh, in the end. And it's it's helped my neck. <laughs> like I, my neck's already feeling a little better uh, compared to previous episodes. Um, so like I said, we're running out of time, but I do have a couple more things that I want to just touch on real quick. Um, one thing that's been bugging me lately, it's it's always been bugging me, and this, this very much falls into common sense, is dog walking. Now I'll tell you, we have a dog. Take him out walking. He's on a leash. We take little plastic bags to clean up after him. Well, it seems there are people in our neighborhood that simply don't believe in the plastic bags. And then there's a few more that don't even believe in leashes, which which is one thing. I get it. My, growing up, my grandmother's dog, like, it was weird to me because we had dogs and our dogs were always on leashes. My grandmother, like, never on a leash, you know. And it wasn't, the dog wasn't roaming the neighborhood, um, but... In, in my grandmother's neighborhood in Chicago, suburb of Chicago, uh, all the yards are pretty much connected. And, the, you know, the dogs are just out there playing. But here in Highland Park, we're, we're very, very urban. And I say urban, not the weird way that people like to use it. Urban being city. That, that's the actual use of that term. It, it, it doesn't mean um, uh, African-American. I, I, let's just get that out of the way right now. Whenever I say urban on the show, that is not what I'm referring to. I know... Uh, certain people think that, you know, or, or they think inner cities, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that right now. I know what you're all thinking. They think inner cities just means African American. No, 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 no. That's a geographical location. Uh, Highland Park is very urban. It's very city. There's a lot of cars around. There's a lot of people, not the place you want your dog off leash. And I see so much of this around the neighborhood. In fact, there's one in particular, there's a woman down the street. She has these two little chihuahuas. They're two little, and I'm, I'm, I'm pausing for a second because I don't want to be insulting to anyone. I don't like these little rat dogs. Now, I have a smaller dog, and it took, it took, it took a lot for me to even get into that. I grew up with, like, Great Danes and German Shepherds, uh, big dogs. I don't think there's anything wrong with little dogs. Personally, I'm just not into them. They're very yippy, uh, you know, and, and they tend to not shut up. They have this Napoleon complex. And these two dogs, God, do they have a Napoleon complex. So they come running down the street, 
And first, they love to try and bark at me and our dog. And our dog, Moose, he just sits there and he looks at me. And he's a barker. But he just sits there and he looks at him because even he is like, what are you doing, dude? Um, but off leash, these dogs just come running down the street. And then she will literally let them just poop anywhere. They can just poop. And she's never had a bag, ever. And in fact, I've said to her, um, "You're." and what will happen is she just completely ignores me. And this is just one example. I've seen many of this where if you walk down certain streets in Highland Park, or really all around Los Angeles, you've got to be careful you're not stepping in dog poop. Um, and I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. And in fact, on top of that, in Los Angeles County, you're, you're required to have your dog registered um, with whatever the animal, con- I don't think it's animal control, whatever the organization here is for the city uh, that, that handles animals. You actually have to be registered. So on top of all that, these dogs aren't registered. I guarantee it. Um, and they're just, they're pooping all over the place. No leash. And I'm, I'm kind of just, not that I want them to, but I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm not waiting with bated breath. I'm just like, I'm waiting, but I know it's going to happen one day. They're going to bite somebody and it's going to be a problem. It's going to be like a huge problem. And I just don't get it. And this is like, is it really that hard? You know, first of all, you don't need to have dogs. If, you know, if you can't take care of a dog, just, just don't have one, you know, and I get it. They're great. They're fun little companions and everything else. But if, if you can't bring yourself to, to take some plastic bags with you and put your dog on a leash, just just don't have a dog. Um, and then if you really, 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 really have to have a dog, get some plastic bags. It's so easy. I just, this is this is where that common sense comes in. And it's just, I, I don't get it. Like, you just don't care, you know? You, you just don't care that everyone else has to step in your dog's poop. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's utterly ridiculous. So if you're one of those people that lets your dog out pooping all over the place and doesn't clean it up, stop just stop because common sense dictates we clean up after our animals and we keep them on leashes for safety reasons um so that's just a little bit of a rant for the week one other thing i want to talk about real quick before we leave is you know i don't watch it but walking dead seems to me like you just there is there's if you don't watch that show right when it airs there's no hope for you. There's no hope for you. I don't watch that show at all. And if, if if you do watch that show and you're not caught up and you somehow have avoided all news and social media and television for the past, I, I think like week, this started blowing up for the past week, um, turn off the podcast for a sec. Or just, just lower the volume for a sec. Uh, but like I said, I don't watch Walking Dead at all. At all. I've, I've never seen a single episode in my life. But I do know that Glenn is dead. <laughs> I know that Glenn got killed by like a, a, like a kind of baseball bat wielding maniac of some sort. And I know that because it's all over social media. I All week, there's been nothing but Walking Dead on social media. And I don't care because I don't watch it. But it just seems to me like there, there's just no spoiler alert for this, just at all. And there's, I know there's other shows out there where you get a little spoiler alert, and I realize Walking Dead is popular, and everyone wants to talk about it. And I, this, I know this happens with Game of Thrones as well. I am a Game of Thrones watcher. I make sure we watch that the Sunday it's on. Um, but it seems like Walking Dead is just the absolute worst when it comes to spoilers. And, like, I, you, you've got to watch it right away. So let's just calm down a little bit, people. I've never seen the show ever, ever. But because you're all obsessed with it, and on social media, I have to know that Glenn is dead. Um, so you can turn your volume back up now if you were somehow 
which I, I don't know how you could have avoided that because I don't even know who the hell he is, and I know I know what happened. You know, I know his name. It's like ingrained in my head now. I know what he looks like because it's all over the place. I'm just you know I'm not interested. Um, so just be aware of other people and spoiler alerts. Which I'll I'll leave you with one, one more funny funny story. So I I started watching Game of Thrones. My wife and I started watching it like three or four seasons after it started. We we're so 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 far behind, um, but again, it was a little better with spoilers on that. You could you could get away with with being a little behind. Um, nowadays, I try when the season's on to, to see it just in case uh, because that is one show that I'm very much into and and very much avoiding spoilers. Um, but I will tell you, if you've never watched Game of Thrones, again, turn your volume down real quick. Um, but funny story. So my wife and I were um, probably. You know, I think we'd gotten past Red Wedding and stuff. Uh, so, you know, we'd seen that. So we're like three, three or four seasons in. Um, probably three. And we get home. We're out with some friends. Uh, this was back before my wife was pregnant. This is a couple years ago now. Um, when we were still catching up. Because we've been all caught up for the past two seasons or so. And so we get home. We're out to dinner with some friends or whatever. You know, and had a couple drinks. And it's like one o'clock in the morning. We get home. And usually the routine at our house is if we're out a little late. Like... It, you got to kind of unwind. So we come home, TV goes on, you know, and we're both just kind of laying on the couch for a few minutes before bed, not even paying attention. We don't have cable in my house. I think I mentioned that before. Cord cutters, you know, I got Hulu and all this other stuff. I watch television. I watch over-the-air television, but I don't have a cable package. Um, so, like, late at night, it just tends to be, like, news or whatever's on. And it, it happened to be probably a rerun of, like, the Steve Harvey show at 1 o'clock in the morning. Not even paying attention to it. Um, and randomly, he goes on a rant about how Joffrey was killed. <laughs> and we hadn't seen it yet. And I'm going, and like actively avoiding all these spoilers, knowing that we're not caught up on Game of Thrones. And here comes Steve Harvey, show I don't even watch, 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning on like a Saturday. I'm a little buzzed from out drinking, you know. I, I must have, I don't remember, it was a couple years ago. Either I was or my wife was. One of us was, the other one was driving. Um, you know, not that we're drunks but you know one of us at least had a couple drinks i'm sure and here here we go thank you steve harvey <laughs> so going into uh going into that episode with joffrey uh, i knew it was gonna happen um and it, it also was i guess it was one of those things with spoilers um and again I, I, I apologize for spoilers if you haven't watched the show at all um but joffrey was not a great character um and and you know maybe this happens on that, that walking dead too uh, but you, you're kind of happy to see him gone. So of all the spoilers, it was kind of like, well, something to look forward to, I guess. Um, but it was still just really odd. Steve Harvey at like 1 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, spoiling Game of Thrones for me. Um, and so that's probably part of the reason why my wife and I make sure to watch it like the Sunday it's on um, pretty much every time now. Um, so that's going to pretty much do it. One last thing I want to say, and I'm going to remind you again next week, but I'm Reminding this week, especially for those of you that live in California, uh, it's it's election time. And I know we've made some jokes in the past. Um, these are kind of common sense jokes. Maybe you agree, maybe you disagree. That's fine. Um, whatever your views are, I, I just urge you um, to, to get out there and vote. You know, it, it doesn't matter what your views are. The important thing is that you actually vote. And I know we have a really contentious presidential campaign going on right now. There's other important things out there as well. Um, and I say that, the reason I said 
teasing this early for people in California is I was looking through, and it's funny because I asked my cousin about it earlier because she had just voted. She must have done early voting in Texas. Um, and I was like, how, how big was your voter pamphlet? Um, just out of curiosity because ours was huge. And she said, oh, it was five pages. <sighs> then I looked at ours. For California, which I, I, it's either all of California or Los Angeles, but I imagine a lot of the California counties and cities are looking this way. Sucker's 222 pages long. 222 pages. Um, so all of you, if you're voting in California, especially Los Angeles, um, get to reading. But I just, I, I, you know, I urge you all to, to get out and vote. You know, I don't, it, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, what to vote for, whatever that might be. But the important thing is just to get out and vote. I know I've said in the past I've never voted for president and everything else. Well, I probably needed to grow up a little, you know, and, and realize this is something I have to do. It stresses me out. As I'll tell you, I am I have obsessive compulsive disorder. And looking at that book stresses me out because I want to have a full understanding of all of it uh, before going in. So I, I have a lot of work to do over the next week and a half. But if you're in California, you get to work on that book. Make sure you vote. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care what you vote for. Just vote. Uh, November 8th, right? It's whatever that Tuesday is. Uh, November 8th, gotta be. Um, so get out there and vote. So that's gonna pretty much do it for us this week. Uh, thanks for joining us. This was episode, I don't even know what episode we're on. Episode four? Episode three? Uh, episode three. This was episode three. I, I still get thrown off by the episode zero. So we've had four episodes, but this is episode three. Um, and thank you for joining us. We are Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. I am your host, the not-so-one-and-only uh, Sean O'Rourke, and I appreciate you joining us every week. Uh, we'll see you next time, and don't forget to use common sense.